If there is one thing that Hollywood knows, it's money. On today's show, we are covering some iconic cinematic examples of what to do, and more importantly, what not to do when it comes to your finances. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Welcome into Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis in for my good friend Steve Siddall. And I'm really excited because I am in studio with the Murphy of Murphy Wealth Management, Mr. Joe Murphy himself. Joe, I know I'm not Steve, but I learned from his playbook. So I'm excited to be here. Well, it's so nice to get to spend some time with you, Chrissy. And, you know, I think Steve's on a well-deserved uh, vacation. So everyone that's driving your car, wish Steve well. I'm sure he's sitting there with an umbrella drink on the beach somewhere having a good time. And we'll see him probably in a couple of weeks. But looking forward to talk to you, Chrissy. It'll be my first time with an interview with you. So I know you have some fun stuff planned. So rapid fire, I'm ready to go whenever you are. Well, so so Hollywood is not very famously known for helping Folks prepare for life in the real world. I don't know if you've noticed, but it seems like every number starts with the KL5 or the 555. And, you know, characters like the Forrest Gumps that we love the most are kind of the most unrelatable. They're few and far between. But the big screen was not really created with the intention to offer real life advice or financial guidance. But there are so many lessons from movies and TV shows that we can learn what to do, and maybe more importantly, what not to do. So we're going to kind of play a little game, have some fun, and we've got some pretty famous movie quotes lined up, and we're going to put you, Joe, in the hot seat so we can see how some of these clips relate to the world of financial planning and preparing for retirement. You ready to dive in? I am. I'm definitely I'm not I'm not a huge movie guy. So pre people might be laughing as they listen to my answers here, but we're going to give it a shot. <laughs> well, we'll start. We'll start with a kind of easy one. I am not a destroyer of companies. I am a liberator of them. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. And that clip is from the movie Wall Street, and it's perhaps one of the most famous lines from that 1987 Oliver Stone film, and Michael Douglas's character, Gordon Gecko is delivering that speech. How does this relate to financial planning? Is greed a good thing? Wow, that's that's an interesting quote. And, and actually, I've seen that movie, nice. so I know the exact part I have, and greed is good. Well, greed is not always good. I think most people understand that, you know, greed is inherently human, and we have to fight against it. But to me, the real struggle is power. And I think when you combine power and greed, then you have a recipe for corruption and all the bad things that we see in this world. Um, Michael Douglas in that film was actually what's called a, a corporate raider, where they would go in, analyze companies, search for weaknesses, either buy out the outstanding shares and, and take over the company, usually a hostile takeover. So that movie was designed to illustrate, I think, you know, some of the downsides or the nastiness of Wall Street. And it's all designed to generate profit. Um, so, you know, a lot of these guys, corporate raiders that go in and take down some of these companies, the afterthought is, you know, how does that affect the communities? You know, the job losses that occur from it, you know, on the whole chase of money, you know, everyone has shareholders to answer to, you know, from a corporate perspective, but it all revolves around greed. You know, when most people think of Wall Street, what do you think? Greed, you yes. know, it's all about money, about profit. Um, but for us, you know, as investment advisors, money is simply a tool, you know, it can be used to leverage, it can be used to gain position. Um, but the ultimate way that I'm judged, Chrissy, is is by profit. You know, that's what sure. we want to do is we're in business to make our clients money. Um, is that greed? You know, not necessarily. I think it's a job to do and we identify, you know, weakness or strengths and we try and take positions to take advantage of that, especially in this wild environment that we have right now. I think greed could be be considered good overall not inherently the the best thing in the world but for you know making money and making profits i'm going to agree with michael douglas you want to have some semblance of let's get after it you're, you're in good company uh, on that one uh with michael <laughs> douglas uh clip two let's see if you recognize this one joe i got in early on some wireless ipos and the stuff just skyrocketed from there what about you greg what line of work are you in i'm in healthcare. 
Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. There are a lot of Benjamins to be made right now with the biotech stuff. Yeah, I don't have to tell you that. How's your portfolio? I'd say strong to quite strong. Yeah, you got to strike while the iron's hot. Do you recognize that one? That's uh, Ben Stiller and is it Owen Wilson? Yes, two for two. Yes, I don't I, I don't think I've seen the movie, but I recognize those two knuckleheads. They're hilarious. They are. It's Meet the Parents, it, yep. Yeah, Meet the Parents is out as from. Very, very poignant. Um, and we see that a lot. We don't see it as much now with the advent social media, but the old water cooler talks, you know, it was the way that, you know, things were spread. You know, you had the gossip at the water talk, especially dudes. You know, guys want to talk about money, you know, their, their conquests and how much money they made in certain things and you know people take it as gospel um we've seen some of the worst financial decisions from advice from friends and family and not to say that friends and family can't give good advice um, but maybe they don't understand the whole picture or they don't understand all the perspective i think a good illustration of that right now is all the media narrative with the u.s dollar right now you know we're, we're hearing about the imminent collapse of our currency and i think you know people have taken you know maybe 20 percent of the entire story on the background of our currency and said, well, it's all over. Everybody invest in gold. You know, you have to do your own due diligence. And as investment advisors, one of my main jobs is research, you know, studying, looking at data, looking at history to try and get some indicators on what's going to happen in the future. Your friend or the person at the water cooler, you know, Ben Stiller, maybe (laughs) he made a lucky move. You know, maybe he got in at a ground floor and made, you know, 600% in something. That doesn't mean he's going to do it every time or that's not something you want to chase. A perfect example of that, Chrissy, is penny stocks. Um, Back in like the 90s, they got really popular. And what these guys would do is they would create these shell companies. And, and, you know, these companies really had no cash flow. They were operating on margin, but they would would get and attract initial investors into these these companies that really had no cash flow Um, or sometimes not even a product, but they were traded on OTC or pink sheets. And these companies were then pumped after these guys already got in their initial investments, they were pumped, pumped on the internet, pumped by phone calls. Everyone's heard of like boiler rooms. They would tell all these investors, you know, it's 10,000% is that, you know, this is, you can make so much money. You'll never have to work again. There's that greed thing again that we talked about with Michael Douglas. Well, people jumped into these stocks, not knowing anything about them, not understanding their balance sheet, their cash flow. you know, what product they're selling, sometimes what industry that they were in. People just got bought in because of the potential that they heard about. And that's how penny stocks became so dangerous for so many people. Are there people that made money in penny stocks? Yeah. Remember the wolf on Wall Street? He was one of them. Probably one of the biggest con men ever was that Jordan Belfort. He made a fortune on penny stocks, but he made it on the weakness of people not understanding what they were getting themselves into. So as soon as that stock started going up, they were selling into that rally. And then the price dropped and everyone else that thought they they were catching the next big, big thing ended up with a zero valuation and lost their money. So again, you know, we look at what we hear from friends and family, do your own research. That's one of the main reasons we have a job. You know, our clients love to come with us and say, what do you think about this stock? What do you think about this industry? How do you feel about this sector? That's what we do is we look at the real data. So trusting, you know, the water cooler gossip or data and history, I'm going with data and history every single time, Chrissy. And, and, that, that's such an interesting answer and interesting segue into the next one. Nobody, I don't care if you're Warren Buffett or if you're Jimmy Buffett, nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways, or in circles, least of all stockbrokers. Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, definitely an interesting entrance into this quote. Yeah. Um, in, great movie though, you know, very, very well done. Um, and, and he's right, you know, stockbrokers, you know, they have no control. They really don't know. They, they're commission-based guys. So what they are is they wanted to make sales and they were paid wherever direction that stock price went after they made that sale. They got their commission and they were, you know, filling up their Ferraris with premium gas. So, you know, you have to be real careful with the level of advisor that you trust. And on the one side, you have, you know, stockbrokers. And on the other side, you have fiduciaries. And the fiduciary have that level of care that they take an oath and we take an oath to put what's in our client's best interest over our own. If it's a my hard-earned money, that's the that's the level of care that I would want to expect. Stockbrokers, like in this movie, they were commission-based. So they were sales guys. They got compensated on sales, not performance. I, I love it.
it. And you are a, a fiduciary and one with 20 plus years of experience. And your wife, Amber, does tax planning. You have an in-house lawyer on staff who, who does estate planning. So anybody that wants to get in touch with you can call 800-930-5905. That's 800 800- Nine three zero five nine zero five, and I, I'm curious if if you'll recognize this next one. Here's the plan: we borrow a few bucks, just a small loan from the briefcase, and we find ourselves some reasonable lodgings. Good plan, and we'll keep track of all the money we spend with IOUs. We'll be meticulous, right down to the last penny. Whatever we borrow, we pay back. We're good for it. The word is our bond. We're good for it. Our word is our, <laughs> our word bond. Is our bond. <laughs> yeah, the IOU strategy, probably not the best best one to take in. And, and that brings me to credit. Um, credit right now, especially, is is out of control in this country. And I think, you know, unfortunately for, for Americans, a large portion of our population dealt with inflation by using credit. There's over a trillion dollars in credit card debt. You know what the average rate on a credit card is right now in this country, Chrissy? I have no idea. 26 percent. Yep. 26 percent. There's a trillion dollars in debt. So, you know, these credit card companies are going to turn into the Taj Mahals. You're better off going to, you know, Tony on the corner. um, (laughs) That's a loan shark sometimes than getting these, these, these credit card bills. So we're preparing our clients with our portfolios to weather any type of storm. And I think it's important that our clients prepare. Um, And and if you're not prepared, this is your opportunity to give us a call. You know, let us know how you're invested. Let us know what your portfolio is looking like. And we can give you a recommendation saying, you know what? Yes, this looks good. Or we, you know what? You definitely want to talk to us about our services and get ready for what happens next, because I would so much rather hedge against risk in this environment than let it all loose and have my clients call me saying, oh my gosh, we're down 30%. And that goes for our radio listeners too. I would so much rather talk to you before a potential drop than after it drops 30 or 40%. That's not a good phone call to have because that's driven by panic. This is your opportunity to prepare for what happens next. Are these economic indicators for sure or certain? No, nothing in life is. But this is your opportunity to get a clear path to make it through whatever happens next. Chrissy, give them that magic number. We're going to take the next 10 callers and we're going to get them going in the right direction. That magic number is 800-930-5905. Again, that's 800-930-5905. It's your opportunity to come in and sit down with my friend Joe Murphy of Murphy Wealth Management and get a financial roadmap put together. You're going to get a map that's going to show you where you are and what will become a roadmap to get you where you need to be. No cost, no obligation. The next 10 callers right now. That's 800-930-5905. Joe, I know you have more fun in store for us after the break. Fake news has become the norm and it can be hard to separate fact from fiction. So back by popular request, financial advisor Mythbusters is back to clear up some of those common and controversial misconceptions. Stick around. back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I am your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and for my good friend Steve Sadal, and with me is Joe Murphy, who is, of course, part of the Murphy of Murphy Wealth Management. I say that because part of your incredible team is your your wife, Amber. Yes, and she is definitely the the better half. She's the brains (laughs) behind the operation, Chrissy. Um, Amber is an enrolled agent. Um, She's a tax code expert. So, you know, we really specialize in income planning for our clients. And when you're distributing income from all those hard-earned years of saving, um, tax efficiency becomes probably the most critical part in a lot of retirees' lives. And that's one thing that we specialize in here is the tax efficiency of those few future retirement income distributions. And that's what we like to do. We like to take our clients and say, look, you know, we can show you how to save here. If we use this code, we can save here. The great thing about having Amber on this team is we stand behind our tax plans. 
um, she's fully authorized to represent our clients in front of the IRS. And that gives wow. our clients a lot of confidence knowing that the plan that we develop for them is also backed, you know, especially with what's going on with the IRS right now. You know, there you have an influx of new agents. Audits are definitely going to be going up. We've already seen the implementation at the IRS of their automated system. Um, it's red flagging everything. We've spent so much time communicating back and forth with the IRS, correcting issues from their automated red flags. Um, it's a pain in the butt, but it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Tax rates right now are still at historic lows. You know, we still have a couple more years to really get some Roth conversions done. Wherever you're at in retirement, when it comes from a tax perspective, that's really where our firm stands out. So if you need help with a Roth conversion, you need help with distributions in retirement, this is where we excel and this is where we can make a big difference in the money that you get to keep in your pocket and smack Uncle Sam's hand right out of that cookie jar. That's a win, win, win. If I've ever heard one, the number to call to get in touch with Joe Murphy and the wonderful team at Murphy Wealth Management is 800-930-5905. Again, that's 800-930-5905. And Joe, folks really enjoyed the financial mythbusters. So we're bringing, we're putting you back in round two. Uh, because there's so much fake news out there, as you said, before the break, and there's misinformation and disinformation. So let's just try to clear some things up uh, with the second round of myth busting. The first one, fact or myth, long-term care insurance can be expensive and is use or lose, but it's the only game in town. Ooh, that's a that's a myth, Chrissy, and here here's why. Okay. Um, the reason why that is out there is because of the old school long-term care insurance uh, policies. And I know this personally because my aunt had one of these and she paid dutifully. She took out this long-term care policy and um, you know, she paid on it for about 20 years. She actually went into a facility, but her short our stay was very short. She stayed for, I think it was about three and a half months. Um, these policies have an elimination period of three months. Just imagine that. That's just Murphy's Law right there for everyone out there <laughs> listening. Um, and we never got a dime out of the policy. Her, She never got wow. one dime out of that policy. So she had paid those premiums over a period of 20 years and she lost it. You know, she thought she had that protection and oh. because her stay was short, it was all out of pocket and not reimbursed by the insurance plan that she paid on. So, you know, Know, those did exist and and now there's been an evolution because they're like like anything you know once you go through that experience and you see the good and the bad and when you see it applied to real life you can see the shortfalls of something and that long-term care insurance really had some they needed to do some work on it out comes the evolution of these hybrid long-term care insurance plans and look you know this is something that a lot of people don't want to pay attention to this is something that you don't no one wants to think about you know your own mortality or the end or you know losing control. It's scary. But unfortunately, the numbers are there. 70% of us are going to need some type of long-term care. Um, women are going to need a longer stay than men, um, whether that's home health care, whether that's you know a facility stay. You want to have some type of preparation, especially if you're married. Um, because here's what we see when one spouse goes into a long-term care facility and there is no protection is those assets are going to get drained down. Remember, Medicaid in states, whether you're in Indiana, Illinois, it's a very low threshold, even with community spouse protections, um, you're still going to be spending down a lot of the assets. Look at the average cost of a long-term care facility. You're looking at eight to $12,000 a month. I don't care how well you've saved. That is going to drain down the most diligent of savers. It's time to protect. And the way that we do it with our clients is we provide options. We explain the risk. And that risk is really real right now. 70%. If you tell me 70% on anything, I'm going to go with those odds. Yeah. You know, I want to protect. But there's hybrid evolutions of these long-term care policies. And that's really what we specialize in. Because if you don't need a long-term care, say you're one of those 30% that never needs long-term care, we don't want our clients dumping money down a hole. Um, we want things that do more than just one thing, more than just long-term care. So we use these hybrid policies that cover against death. They have cash value inside of them in case you never need long-term care. You have another retirement supplement that you can take the money out tax-free. But if you do need care, our clients are covered and the spouse is protected from draining down those resources because your spouse could live another you know, 10, 15 years. Now you've drained down all those assets. What is that spouse supposed to do? That's why we protect our clients. We put that option on the table. As much as no one wants to talk about this stuff, it's important because the plans that we 
put in, we want to make sure that we are accounting for all potential hazards in long-term care with over a 70% chance, Chrissy, we want to make sure that we are using the right type of policy. The website, mwmfinancial.tax, and check them out on Facebook, Murphy Wealth Management or MWM Financial. This one I'm, I'm curious about. The median retirement savings for baby boomers amounts to 202000 per household. Fact or myth? Fact. And really? that is a, yeah, and that's why our government right now is on a mission to get us to, to save more. You know, enter the SECURE Act and the SECURE Act 2.0 from last December. Um, they've increased all the guidelines. The contribution limits have all been moved up. We have the increased catch-up. They want a savings more because we are woefully short as retirement savers in this country. So they're doing everything to bolster. Look what's happening with Social Security right now. You know, are we going to have a reduction in, in those benefits down the road? I would probably say yes at this point. Where are we as a country? Because we're going to be dependent on our retirement savings to create that lifestyle that we want in retirement. So, you know, you have your $200,000 saved, you know, making, you know, the average Social Security is what, about 1400 bucks a month. Um, you know, someone might be getting 2000 But, you know, there's not many people that we know that are living on 2000 bucks a month, just straight Social Security. They're going to need some of those savings. But if you go by, you know, that 4% withdrawal rule, which we are not big fans of sure. because of the volatility of the market, you know, what are you really looking at to supplement? You know, that's not a very good retirement. We need to save more. Um, so unfortunately, that is a fact, but our government is striving and trying to get us to save more because they realize we are going to be in a bad state um, going forward into retirement with a lack of lifestyle due to the lack of savings. So they're trying to correct that. Save, save, save. The better lifestyle that you want in retirement, the more you want to put away now. Pay your future self. That is the big thing that we tell all our younger clients is what you put away now is going to grow down the road so you will be able to supplement your lifestyle in a much better way. Plus, you get if you're saving in a retirement account, you get that upfront tax deduction. Again, then we have to have a balance here, Chrissy, because there's future tax obligations linked to all those deposits, but there's a middle ground here between Roth, IRA, after-tax savings. We want to diversify those on the account level so when it comes to distributing those, we can distribute in the most tax efficient manner allowed by law. But the whole point here is to save, save, save. And with your your title, you are an investment advisor representative, a fiduciary. So this next one, I've, I, I've got no idea how this one's going to go, but we talked a little bit about credit in the last segment. Uh, all debt is bad. Fact or myth? Oh, big myth. Okay. Here's a great example, Chrissy, and this will illustrate it for you. We just had a, a client come in. Um, they came to us for a plan, inherited some money from uh, a parent that had passed away, um, came to us and and had some had some debts, a mortgage, some car notes that were and they were ready to pay this off, use some of that chunk money from the inheritance to pay it off. Um, the mortgage that they were paying on had a 2.9% rate. Um, they owed about $200,000 on that mortgage. They were going to take that 200 grand, pay off that debt, eliminate their future payment. It sounds good, right? Sure. Well, if I can get 5% on a guaranteed rate on that 200 grand, you're going to net 2% in your pocket. So not all debt is bad. And right now with rising interest rates with, you know, our federal funds rate skyrocketing to help fight inflation, um, these low interest rates, all those people that, you know, refied and locked in those low rate mortgages, that is good debt to have. You know, same thing with low car notes. You know, if you're paying 1.7% and new people that are trying to get car loans, are paying close six to seven, you got a great deal. That's cheap money. That's why our economy, that's why everything was booming during that bull market because it was credit fueled. Now we're in the reverse. Rates are high. Money is expensive. So if you're lucky enough to have those low interest rate debts, those are ones that you want to keep because you can't get that rate right now. So you have cheap money. Bad debts, Chrissy, are going to be credit card, maybe medical debt, double-digit interest rate. That is not debt that you want to carry because in order to match that type of rate, I got to take a lot of risk in the market. Um, that means that you could lose money trying to chase that type of rate. So we have good debt and we have bad debt. Low interest rate, good debt. The one that we're going to end on is 
Never discuss financial issues with significant others, friends, family, and coworkers. Fact or myth? Well, I think that's a myth. Be careful where you take your advisement, but you always want to involve your significant other and your family in big financial decisions. We encourage that. You know, if we have a, a married couple, I'm not doing a financial plan for one. You know, it yeah. just doesn't make any sense. You know, I, I always go by the motto, happy wife, happy life. You know, you what Amber and I discuss financially, we discuss together. We're a team. You know, I want to be on the same page. She wants to be on the same page. We want to discuss important financial issues together. And we look at our clients in the same way. You know, you want to involve your family. You want to involve your spouse. You want to make sure that you guys are working towards the same goals. And the plan is being implemented for the benefit of both of you, not just one of you. So it is really important and I'm going to say that is a myth. Okay. Each week you open up 10 spots on your calendar for listeners of the program to come in. And I know there's a ton of pieces uh, to that puzzle, but hit the highlights. You got it. And, and what we want to do is we do this offer for every week. We take the top 10 and our, and our radio listeners keep us busy. And what we want to focus on right now is risk management. I think it is so critical to make sure you are not going through into retirement with the portfolio that you had during that four 14-year bull market um, because the next 10 years may not be like the last 10 years. Your portfolio needs to change. You don't want to have an aggressive uh, portfolio into an income-needing retirement. It doesn't make much sense. We're showing clients how to build that portfolio. So the next 10 callers that come in here, we're going to do that free financial review. Give our uh, give our listeners that magic number to call Chrissy and we'll get them going. That number is 800 800- Nine three zero five nine zero five. Again, that's eight hundred nine three zero fifty nine oh five. There is more in store with Joe Murphy on Wealth Health Radio coming up. How do you even know what questions to ask a financial advisor? When we get back, we'll answer some of the biggest retirement planning questions to help give you the edge over others. We are back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy of Murphy Wealth Management. I'm Chrissy Veritas in for Steve Siddall and big shoes to fill, but I'm having a blast with Joe Murphy, who has 20 plus years of experience as an investment advisor, representative, and as a fiduciary. But you, it's I know how passionate you are about relationships that you build with folks and how much more there is to the process than investment management. And you talked a little bit about that on last week's show, because there are so many moving pieces to the puzzle. Am I wrong in saying that it is like almost a one-stop shop for all your financial planning needs at Murphy Wealth Management? I, I think that you hit the nail on the head there, Chrissy, and, and, and you're right. My licensing, I'm an investment advisor representative and, and also a fiduciary, and we, we own a registered investment advisor firm, a fiduciary level firm. Um, but we delve into all things retirement planning. Investment management is just one part. Um, especially for our retirees. We specialize in an age group of 50 plus. Um, so we're very conditioned to constructing portfolios that you know can get capture upside, but we really want to limit downside, especially in retirement, because a lot of our clients don't have, you know, they really don't have a goal of going back to work if things don't work out in the market. Sure. Um, so from tax perspective to estate planning, wealth transfer, these are all things that we have employed professionals at this firm to make sure that we can hit all these main things because life doesn't happen in a vacuum. It just doesn't. Life throws curveballs left and right, and you need to be able to think on the spot. What Amber calls us are professional problem solvers. We've seen a lot. Haven't seen it all, Chrissy, but we have seen a lot out there, and we really know how to attack problems. And whatever our clients are facing, we're there with them saying, you know what? This is how we want to work this out. Here's the options to get through, and we're going to explain those options in simple terms so the client can make a decision based on their life. I'm always going to open up my big 
mouth. It's just, it's just my personality, <laughs> but I'm never going to tell the client what to do. I'm going to say, you know what, if I'm in your shoes, this is what I would choose, but I want to explain all the options. So I'm not tunnel visioning a client into choosing my way or the highway. I don't think that's the way to go, especially in this day and age. People want choices. They deserve choices, but we have to provide that background to make sure they can make good choices. And I think that's a big difference here. We are an organic planning firm. We don't do cookie cutter stuff here, nor would I ever want to, because I don't think one size fits all when it comes to retirement. We are all unique people. We all have unique wants, dreams, and goals. That deserves a customized retirement plan that you can take to and through retirement and know and have that peace of mind that no, what, no matter what happens, whatever comes up, you have a partner through this journey that you can ask and say, hey, you know what? I'm looking at buying a new car or maybe a used car. What do you think, Joe? Our clients love that. And I like the relationship because it's very difficult for me to help someone that I do not have a relationship with, that I do not understand what they're trying to accomplish. And that's one of the prerequisites that we have. And a lot of uh, radio listeners that call in, we want that feel out process. You know, they want to know, you know, am I competent enough to do this job? I also want to know, do I, can I communicate with this person? That's, you know, my prerequisite for taking on a new client from wherever they come from, whether it's a referral, the radio show, wherever they call in. I need to have that level of communication so I can do my job effectively and really have a positive impact on the client's outcome through retirement. So it is important. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think we are different, Chrissy, but we try and make sure that our clients don't suffer from those major pitfalls that a lot of people go through. And unfortunately, they end up learning by experience. We don't want that. We want to head that off at the pass. 800 800- Nine three zero five nine zero five. They are also online mwmfinancial.tax and on Facebook Murphy Wealth Management. And we're going to kind of breeze through a few questions that folks have when they're trying to prepare for financial freedom and the financial future that they dream of. The first is, how much do I need to retire? (laughs) That's a pretty broad, broad question. And (laughs) and it depends. Everyone's unique. We all have different lifestyles. We all have different funding goals. You know, we all have different expenses. So I think the amount that you need to retire is as much as you can possibly save. You know, a million dollars is not, you know, you think, oh my gosh, if I had a million dollars, I'm good to go. Um, but a million dollars, realistically, if you use any of the the benchmarks of income, you know, you're looking at right now the four percent rule, and now they're saying two and a half to three. You know, a million dollars to last 25 years. They're saying, you know, you take out 25 to 40 thousand dollars a year off a million dollars saved. Doesn't sound that like wow. that much when you're you're taking it in increments of 25 to 40 thousand dollars a year. You're not living like a prince. Um, so, you know, I think that retirement savings level has to be planned. But what we encourage our clients is that balance of savings. You know, while you are in your working years, focus on paying your future self. Stock as much as you can as you can put away. And when you are in that retirement red zone, that is your time to see and do I have sufficient savings? Do I need to take advantage of these catch-up uh, limits? You know, they're, they're increased for people that are over age 50, can help you sock even more away. But we can create that game plan to match your lifestyle, your income needs in retirement. That's how we build our income plans. So my advice right now is how much do I need to retire? It depends on what your expenses are. It depends on what type of lifestyle. Do you want to do a lot of traveling? But we encourage our clients to sock away as much as you possibly can while you have that earning power during your working years. I I love it. And that's why that custom approach that you use, where that becomes so important and is so valuable, because it's it's very case by case, and it's going to vary from person to person. The next one is, this is kind of a trend on social media, retire, retire early. It's like the FIRE movement, financially independent, retiring early, I think maybe is what that stands for. Yes, financial independent retire early. It was actually from a book, I believe in like 1980 something is, but then it really caught fire with uh, a lot of the younger 
tech workers. Yeah. Um, they really wanted to to get out and enjoy life. So they created a way to, you know, save 40 to 50% of their income, you know, cut expenses to bare minimum. Not probably very realistic if you're raising a family, but you know, for for some of the some of the high earners, this was a real this was a real big thing. And it and it still is. It's just, you know, you relied on something that is not guaranteed, and that's the US stock market for your returns. Um, so a lot of the the fire, I saw one of the biggest proponents of the fire movement just went back to work, um, you know, losing 30% or maybe having some exposure to cryptocurrencies back then, you know, really opened up a lot of eyes to say, you know, why am I doing this retirement when I'm wasting these working years? So, you know, if you're close and you're living minimally, um, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to waste those working years. I would rather make sure I am totally good, can live the life that I want and work the those years while I can, because you never know, Chrissy, you just never know what life is going to throw at you. You know, I could walk out of this office and get hit by a bus and become disabled or, or lose my mouth and never be able to talk again. You know, I would lose my ability to earn money. So right now I want to save as much as I possibly can. I want to work while I'm able. That's the attitude. There's nothing wrong with budgeting. There's nothing wrong with the fire movement. I just don't think it was the be all end all. People sure. jumped on the bandwagon and tried to adopt this. And unfortunately, you know, invested in, you know, NASDAQ or S&P, and now all of a sudden the values are down and now they're re-questioning, should I have done this? You know, what did I do? You know, and that's the thing that you have to be real careful when you're, you're adopting some of these, and I'm not going to call them fads, but when they go through social media, becomes- the power of attraction really becomes strong and you want to be a part of something. You see the success, you read all the stuff on social media. Remember a lot of stuff on social media, it's narratives. It's narratives designed to sell, whether it's a book or it's an instruction, or I know fire the best way. And I'm not just picking on that movement. Like I said, I have no real problems with it. It's just making sure that you're doing the right things for you, for your situation. That's why an independent fiduciary can be your best type of partner in retirement because they can build a plan that is designed and customized for you, your life, your goals, instead of adopting a cookie cutter policy that was designed for maybe a small segment they promoted it and now everyone tried to adopt it and now there's some fails in there and I feel bad for those people but hopefully they're still you know young and able and and able to go back to work and and maybe make a more realistic retirement plan. Absolutely. Uh, The last one is how long will my money last in retirement? I know that's kind of a a loaded question. It's a good question though. Um, How long will your money last? Well if you're with us and you do our retirement plans we we project our income out to age 100. Um, So it's not a 25 year on the 4% rule and a maybe, Um, we want that absolute, you know, longevity risk is a very real thing in this country, we're living longer and longer, you know, the advances of medications, you know, our our medical care, prescription drugs are all enabling us to live longer. Um, That means you have to make that money last longer. So you want to have a solid plan and do not rely on something that is out of your control. You can't project that the stock market's going to return 9.62% every single year, year in and year out. It's impossible. What is the most valuable payment? What is the most valuable stream of income you're going to receive in retirement? That is Social Security. You know, you know, it's backed by the U.S. government. It's the most valuable annuity that you can own. It is lifetime. It's guaranteed. Those are the types of streams of income that we want to set up for our clients in retirement. So we know no matter what happens in the U.S. stock market, we have our clients covered with income for life. That allows me, Chrissy, to get a little bit more aggressive on the investment side. So maybe I can invest in commodities. Maybe I can short the dollar. Maybe I can look at different things that I want to, knowing that I have my clients income come guaranteed. So that market is not going to have a derailment. You know, when they're 80 or 85, we have to go back and say, oops, you know what, we, we projected wrong, the market didn't return like we thought. I'm sorry, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you're out of money. Not what I am I'm doing. I'm not, not going down that road. So we want the absolute and that absolute comes with those in- income guarantees and our plans. We run them out to age 100. That's peace of mind. That's what I want to provide for our clients here at Murphy Wealth Management. And what can folks expect when they come in and sit down with you? Well, I can tell you this. Our radio listeners here on AM560 keep us busy, and we so appreciate everyone listening to the show. And every week we get to talk to 10 of you guys, and you know these spots do fill up quick. During that conversation, we're going to get an assessment on where you are today. 
And I want to know where you want to be in the future. And we can help design a plan to get you there. And one of the most critical components of everyone's retirement plan right now is risk management. That portfolio, those savings that are going to take you through the next 30 years, it is so important that you have the right portfolio constructed. So this week, Chrissy, we're going to take the 10 call, the next 10 callers, we're going to do a portfolio review for those 10 callers that call in, but you got to call in right now. Chrissy, give them that magic number and we will get to work. That magic number is 800-930-5905. Again, that's 800-930-5905. Again, it's 800-930-5905. And Joe, time has flown by. Uh, We're already to what I know is your favorite segment of the week. It is. We are at questions from our listeners here on AM560. So you guys let us know. We're going to answer them right after this. Welcome back to Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis in for Steve Siddall in studio, part of the Murphy of Murphy Wealth Management, Mr. Joe Murphy, 20 plus years of experience. He is a fiduciary. He is an investment advisor representative, and he's just an overall good guy. So if you have any questions at all, you can call this number and ask. Maybe we will feature a question of yours on the show, or you can sit down with Joe Murphy and have a comprehensive financial review created at no cost or obligation as a thank you for listening to the program. That number is 800-930-5905. Again, that's 800-930-5905. And Joe, folks have done just that. And so we have a few questions to get to. You ready to dive in? Fire it up, Christy. I'm ready to go. All right. We're going to start with Jerry's question. Joe, I've listened to your show for months, and I'm finally ready to come in and talk about my retirement. I'm actually very excited. Could you explain what that experience is going to be like for me? Well, Jerry, thank you for the question and look forward to meeting you in person. Um, Yes, the experience is going to be very laid back. We are not stuffy people. We're conversationalists. So I want to know what my client's hot buttons are. And by hot buttons, I mean, what is the most burning question? What are the main concerns that you have moving forward? Is it retirement income? Is it taxes? Is it your investments? You know, we want to pinpoint and use the time that we have together in the most constructive way possible. So I want to listen to my client. Then we want to outline what our process is. And depending on the service that's needed, you know, maybe it's a will, maybe it's a trust, maybe it's an investment plan, maybe it's, you know, trade or managing an outside account, whatever that is, we are going to give our clients, number one, our process of how that's going to happen so they understand step by step the course of action that we would be taking to help them accomplish that concern or that goal. So we're very transparent as fiduciaries. One of the things that we always see here, um, Jerry, is people don't or some advisors don't disclose the fees that you could be paying. I think that's really important. As a fiduciary, we are required. So I want our clients, look, we run a business here, we need to get paid, but our clients know what we get paid. And I think that's really important. You understand the services that we're going to be providing. We are transparent with the fees that we will get paid. So whether it is trading or investment management, whether it is taking care of some legal documents, whatever that service is, you're going to know what is expected of you, what it's going to cost, and how we are going to get to that end goal. So our processes are clearly defined, but we do do a lot of different things. So it might be a little bit different for everyone that works in here. Not everyone that walks in, wants a retirement plan. They might want something different. And we have outlined processes for each and every services. And sometimes, Jerry, we got to think outside the box. And if we ever have to do something, we're always going to provide our clients with a proposal that you can review in your own time and you can decide, is this a benefit to me or do I want to pass? And I think that's the right way to do it. We are communicators. And I think that's important, Jerry. And that's what you can expect. You're going to know exactly what happens next. If you, like Jerry, would like to sit down with Joe Murphy and have a discussion about your retirement or financial future, you can call right now 800-930-5905. Next up is Rebecca. 
I plan to retire at 63 and take Social Security at that time. I am four years away now. I have a mix of financial accounts, so I'm looking for suggestions on how best to reconfigure or combine these accounts once I stop working. How do you go about accessing your retirement funds? Do you move once a month into your checking? Basically, I want an easy way to set it and forget it. Well, Rebecca, common question is, you've saved all this money in retirement. How do you access it? Um, Number one, the account status is going to be really important. You know, are we dealing with a 401k, which is, you know, a traditional retirement accumulation plan, not designed for distribution? Are we dealing with an IRA? You know, if we're dealing with IRAs or custodial accounts, very, very simple to set up a money link to your checking account, and we can have it direct deposited um, on a monthly, quarterly, annual, you know, a weekly basis, whatever you want to set up, whatever is convenient for you, we can link those accounts for the payouts. Um, you know, as for account diversification, I think it's really important, Rebecca, that we take a look at your overall accounts so we can look, you know, is this heavily loaded on the tax qualified side? You know, is there some opportunity since you have four years for Social Security, maybe to do some Roth conversions right now, you know, maybe get get some tax free money. We want diversification on the account level. Very important when you're going into the distribution phase. And Rebecca, the other thing that we would do is a Social Security analysis. Um, Amber is certified in what we want to do is make sure that age 67 is going to be the optimal time. Maybe we can fill some of those lower tax brackets in the beginning of your retirement with some of that tax qualified money. Um, That will allow you to defer Social Security another year. Remember, like I said, the longer you defer Social Security, the higher that payment's going to be. So we can do the numbers. And what we always tell our clients, Rebecca, is you can't beat the numbers and the numbers can't beat you. So once we run that analysis, it's going to be clear as day which path you should take with Social Security. But like I said, I would like to get you in here, review those accounts, and they can show you how to set everything up. But as for withdrawals, we make it easy peasy, direct deposit, so you can depend on it, um, EFT. And if you can relate to Rebecca's question, feel free to give Joe Murphy a call, 800-930-5905. Next up is Dan. I will be retiring in 20 months. My pension is only taxed with the assumption that is my only source of income and does not take into account that I am also drawing from my 457B. Is there any way to avoid what I am worried will be a huge tax bill? Do we need to tag an amber? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to tag an amber for this. But Dan, great question and common concern. Um, not sure if you're you're calling in or you called in from Illinois or Indiana because we have two different states that tax pensions and retirements in two different ways. So Illinois, if you're over in Illinois, Dan, you're not going to have to pay state income taxes on that pension or qualified distribution. Indiana, you are. Um, so the state-wise, but if we just look at overall Fed, um, it looks like the lion's share of your income is going to be coming from pre-tax money, uh, money that you've never paid taxes on. So when you do take this distribution or payment, 100% of it is going to be ordinary income taxed, which means it's going to be taxed just like you earned it. Once those tax cylinders fill up, it could jet you into a higher tax bracket. You know, depending on what overall income we're looking at, you know, we could be looking at Social Security taxation. We could be looking at a Medicare surcharge. You know, those are all things that could come into play. Um, but with 20 months here and what I'm assuming the lion's share and the tax qualified plans, it's very common. We're very adept at, at planning for situations like this, Dan. Give us a call. We, we'll get you straight away, buddy. The number to call is 800-930-5905. You can also check them out online, mwmfinancial.tax and on Facebook, Murphy Wealth Management slash Financial. Got you covered on all fronts. Next up is Barbara. My daughter just finished her residency. I'm very proud. And while I've been stressing the importance of investing her money, I can relate to this. My mom and dad did the same. Uh, She's been so swamped the last few years. Now that she's completed her program, she's more open to it. I know this isn't retirement specific as she has a few decades before she retires. Could she still meet with you? Barbara, of course. You know, there's no one that we're going to turn away, especially a younger person. And and the thing is, is that, you know, we have very low financial literacy in this country for one reason. It's not taught as core curriculum, and it should be. Um, I'm one of the big proponents to think that, you know, finance, the stock market, you know, balancing a checkbook, how credit card works. These are things that we should learn in school. We should have that core value in us. So we're not jumping into these pitfalls. But Barbara, your daughter has 
has something that is extremely valuable. She has something that you don't have, that I don't have. That long, long time horizon in nothing in this world grows money like time. Um, and she has that on her side. So starting now, you know, the best time to invest is now, you know, wherever you're at. It is now, 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 now. The more money that you can put away now, the better off your future self is. So yes, we will absolutely talk to her, Barbara. We love talking to younger people here at this firm. I wish more people would take an interest at a younger age. We can make lots of millionaires going forward with that simple component of time. Time and money is the greatest power in the world. The number to call to get in touch with Joe Murphy and the team at Murphy Wealth Management, 800 800- Nine three zero five nine zero five. Again, that's eight hundred nine three zero fifty nine zero five. We're going to squeeze one last question in from D. I manage some stocks online, and the app has been trying to get me to invest in Treasury bonds almost every time I open it up. Is this a good choice? <clears throat> sure, it can have government bonds are, are really secure and paying a very attractive rate. Um, we have the inverted bond yield, which means that shorter term treasuries are actually paying a higher rate than longer term. So you can actually get a better rate on a three month treasury than you can for a 10 year. That's the inversion right now. It doesn't make much sense, but that's the way it is. Also a recession indicator. But here's the thing with treasuries, as long as you hold to maturity, the only risk you have is, is if the US government defaults. If the US government defaults, guys, we got more problems. We love U.S. Treasuries, and here's why. So we can get our clients, say, 4.5%, in a U.S. Treasury. That's awesome, right? They're hedged against risk. They hold it to maturity. But if the Fed pivots and interest rates fall, those Treasuries become very valuable, and we can sell those at a premium and maybe start leveraging that money back into equities. That's how we're building our portfolios, guys. Using Treasuries is a great hedge out there. Not a buy or sell recommendation, just a portfolio overview construction. So for D in general, yes, we do like treasuries. If you're looking at a button between your bank paying 0.33 and a U.S. Treasury paying five, um, which button do you think you're going to pick? You know, they're both safe and secure. I want the five percent. I think you probably would like that too, Chrissy. Yeah. You know, it, it makes sense. So yes, I think treasuries can always be a good selection, especially now that the Fed funds rate is pushing five. Great time to look at government securities to maybe ride some of this through. To D, Barbara. Dan, Rebecca, and Jerry, thank you so much for your questions. And if you have questions of your own for Joe Murphy, all you have to do is pick up the phone and call 800-930-5905. Joe opens up 10 slots on his calendar every week for listeners of the program to come in, sit down, and have a comprehensive financial review done at no cost, obligation, or pressure, you're going to walk away with a lot of valuable information, and you can't beat hanging out with Joe Murphy. <laughs> well, I don't know about I don't know about all that, but we definitely know the numbers, and that's the good thing. So, next ten callers, guys. I'm not sure how many slots we have left, but it does fill up quick every week. Um, get on that phone, dial that number, leave us a message, and we will break down your situation and get you going in the right direction. Next ten callers, Chrissy, give them that number, and we will get rocking and rolling here. Again, that's 800-930-5905. And Joe, the show has flown by, but I want to thank everybody for listening. And I want to see if you have any final thoughts. Um, final thoughts, we're getting a lot of calls on municipal bonds. So definitely, if you're interested in munis, give us a buzz. We can break them down for you, let you know, is that tax-free interest rate worth it? So hopefully everyone driving down the road, you guys have an awesome week coming forward. No one knows what's going to happen next. So be prepared for anything. Talk to you guys next week. And thank you, Chrissy, for doing the show. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. 
forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.